take me forever to find the peak. Here we go. Keeping all of that in. <laughs> Great perfectionists on this show. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Did we hear all that because we're crazy? Oh. Oh. Alien abduction. <laughs> Is that a song? Well, <laughs> welcome made it up, baby. to the Review Review, show where three small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. We're going over old Coach Haven's second thing he possibly missed in 22020, and he yep. landed on Horse Girl. Yeah, sure did, damn it. From some Netflix. random movie from Netflix. Yep. Now, I, I would say, though, when this movie was dropping on Netflix, I was intrigued. Yes. Uh, See? Allison Brie, usually uh, uh, really dig that. The, uh, uh, not Duffer Brothers, who is it? The uh, sounded very derogatory. Who? Is that the Duffer? Ah, uh, fuck. You calling Allison Brie a Duffer? No, no, no. You get you canceled, man. It's the directors and writers of the movie. Yeah. Oh. They did other things that I enjoy, and I'm like, I'm going to get to that. They always, yeah, they always, did. they always, uh, <laughs> thanks to me, give them the credit of being like the creators of mumblecore <laughs> is that like monsters inc Hold on, let me look it up <laughs> yep yeah, it's exactly, no, exactly like monsters like... come on wazowski <laughs> i'm gonna look it up good um, look it up jt look at i'm up. always Very watching high. you wazowski jt look it up why are they not showing the producers? look it up jt look, look it up, up. Look it up, JT. Look it up. Look it up. Duplass. Thank you. The Duplass Brothers. I couldn't clap because I was holding a beer. The Duplass Brothers. But they made like... That was a big build-up for nothing. For you, maybe. Oh, sorry. It was so big for us. That sounded unverified on Pornhub. Deleted. Um, but yeah, we're talking Horse Girl. It is it is something else. This movie takes you on a wild ride, and we'll go. get into that. Before, is it a good? Is it bad? Well, we will find out. Is this good? Uh, this movie came out January 27th, 2020. Put near right around when Bad Boys 3 came oh, put out. Put near? Put near. Ten days after. Uh, not that it matters. didn't have a theatrical release. But uh, Rotten Tomatoes puts it at 70%. Hmm. Ooh. IMDb 5.9 out of 10, Metacritic 61, and Letterboxd gives it a 2.9 out of 5. Oh, kind of in the middle. Kind of in the middle in the there. Middle. As my in good friend middle. Cozy Jack says, uh, in the middle. Ex- ex- almost put near exactly how he sounds I mean, yeah, and yeah. what he would say. Exactly what we said, even. Like, why is that his saying? <laughs> yeah. It's just how he says it. I studied his dialect. Oh, wow. You've almost got it down to a sign. You think so? Yeah. It's I'm like, trying. It's, it's like yeah. you got, you're the same people. It's almost like we're brothers. Ooh. Oh, or boy. the oh, same boy. people. Oof. Yep. Born from Chipotle ketchup. <laughs> from the primordial ke- Chipotle ketchup ooze. <laughs> so, Sea <laughs> Havens. You, now you get to bestow. Yeah. Oh. The synapses duties to somebody else. Allow me, like to pick to hand off the uh, synapses duties, as one T Mac says, to none other than Bucky. Of course, (laughs) Bucky for everyone. Tell us what was Horse Girl about? Uh, Well, we follow a woman by the name of Sarah. That's right. Played by uh, Allison Brie, who uh, is a little bit of a loner to her, a little bit to herself, uh, until uh, her roommate introduces her to a uh, a possible male companion, mm-hmm. and from then on, she just she starts experiencing strange occurrences that might might involve alien abduction, might involve clones. Might involve just her going insane in general. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, we're put on this wild ride, seen through her eyes, to be given the question, is she going crazy? Mm. 
Also, she might own a horse. Hence, horse girl. <laughs> I she previously I don't know even owned the horse, but she. Yeah, she the, she, the 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 story is very up in the air. I have an idea of what the story is as we get into it about the horse, yeah, about her possibly owning the horse in the past. Okay, okay, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. So we meet her as she uh, is working at like basically a Joanne Fabrics, right? Joanne Fabrics, a Michaels. Yeah, yeah, she's an arts and crafts enthusiast. She, she's they, wearing her mom yes. jeans. Yep. She's got her apron on. Oh, yeah. yep. She's got that car with the weird seats yep. that have like, the hole in the back. <laughs> yep. Before before she becomes Curtain Ninja. Yeah. She, she before is. she's Curtain Ninja, she's the Target Lady <laughs> from SNL. I mean, we do have uh, Superstar in there. <laughs> oh yeah, Molly Shannon Molly is Shannon. her yes. boss at said craft store. Is she the boss or coworker? Coworker boss. I don't fucking I'm thinking know. She's more co coworker. Okay, why okay. are we pulling hairs here? I don't know. Jesus. Guys, let's talk for four hours about whether or not we Molly Shannon is the boss or coworker. <laughs> um, uh, it funny little uh, behind the scenes chat between us. Yes. You said that you and Molly Pop watched this movie together. Yes, and that Molly Pop now thinks she may be going insane. <laughs> Care to elaborate? Just that she's really into like uh, like incense burning and shit like that, uh-huh. and then it's like. I always feel like I do that when I'm tense, and she does this when she's insane. <laughs> Maybe I'm going insane. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. And then, I was, and then uh, I was like, well, well, good thing you're telling me this before we got married. <laughs> keep, it, <laughs> right. keep us posted if you have to uh, put her into an insane asylum or yes. something. Let us know, at <laughs> least. I thought you were going to say you have to put her down. <laughs> like, if you got to send her up to doggy yeah. heaven, let yeah. us know. Sorry, I, 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 I took Molly to the vet today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jesus. I watched this with uh, Chelsea Danger, and she had a very different reaction to this movie because they spend a decent amount of time in the beginning at the craft store, and some lady comes in and buys like this yards of fabric, and she's just up in arms that like that lady possibly spent eight hundred dollars on that fabric, and she couldn't get over it. She was all about the craft. She My has God. been in Joanne fabrics more this year than I've ever seen her. My God, she is. She had a lot of questions about that craft store. Okay? And I'm like, this is what you're taking away from this movie? Yeah. Hey. The craft store. A very small, minuscule part of this. <laughs> Everybody takes away something different. Um, regardless. Let's different talk about her lives. living condition. Okay. Okay. So she's roommates. She is roommates. With uh, somebody, a much younger woman. I don't know if younger, I don't but say younger. No, okay. Doesn't seem that old. Just a a right. pretty blonde. So Allison Brie goes socialite. back and forth with me on this on whether or not she's like younger or older. <laughs> the way she dresses. So, so I think Allison Brie is a very attractive. Hold woman. on, I know that voice, Bucky. I know that high pitched tone <laughs> that you take, what? and I know you're getting ready to fucking step on my parade over here. Okay. No, I'm- Step on my bag, you motherfucker. What is going on? Allison Brie is a very attractive woman, but they always cast her as like, here's the dumpy person. Yeah. Here's like, here's like the, the very. The dork. Yeah. The dork, like, (laughs) like, like, you know, like your average American woman. Like, like, no, she's fucking hot. Like, why are you? The average American woman is a dork? I'm not. I'm saying. What are you they saying? Dre- they dress her down. Yeah, in they movies. always dress her. Even like in Glow, like they dress her down a lot. Where I'm like, holy shit, she Allison- is the lead in Glow, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. But oh. I'm like, she's really fucking hot. Why are you like, like they just like try and like smear as much makeup off her face as possible, like make her hair look like shit all the time, like make her wear the shittiest clothes, and it's like, oh look at her, huh? So you're and saying she- her natural self is shitty. I'm not saying her natural self. What are you saying then? She always put her. They <laughs> movies or TV shows always put her as like, like oh look at how plain she is and like she's not plain. She's pretty fucking hot. I agree. <laughs> Good. Same. I'm not gonna yeah. argue with you. On like that. she's in Community. In the Community, she's hot. Even down to where uh, Donald Glover names a monkey Annie's boobs. Annie is her, Annie's her character. Oh. So he names a monkey Annie's boobs in community. Sounds sexist. 
<laughs> yeah, I love how se- how anti-sexist you are. <laughs> oh, don't get started. <laughs> we don't need to start that debate on Twitter. Uh, Sam, settle but yeah, down. Even, but even like in this movie, where it's like, I mean, sure, dress her down if you if you need to. But like every movie that I see her in now, it's just like. Yeah, let, let's let's try and like make her as let's just like try and ugly her up as much as possible, even despite the fact that she's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. Well, I well, I didn't know uh, going into this too that she also co-wrote this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So like she had her hands in the oh. creation of it. So maybe she's into that kind of role. Who yeah. knows? Maybe. Um, but yeah, her her living condition. She's living with this roommate, and they're like the. They're the odd couple, right? Yeah. Like, she is roommates with, like, a socialite, likes to go out and have fun. Yeah. She's Brings home a guy every brings night. Brings home her boyfriend every night. Yeah. and Does the, some things. That boyfriend, when he's, trying, when he's singing along to his own rap. So, that was pretty good. <laughs> me and Chelsea. And it's a bad fucking rap. Me and Chelsea both agreed that he's a decent rapper. Oh, no. Whoa. He, he is fine. Speaking from two white people, we <laughs> we thought Jesus that he was going to be ass. abysmal. The, but then he started rapping. I'm like, that's not too bad. The next Eminem? No, 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 yeah. <laughs> not at all. But not bad in a sense where like he might get to L.A. and fucking America's Got Talent. Yeah. Yes. If he was on The Masked Singer... Oh, no. No, no, no. To be on Who the is mas- that? To be on The Masked Singer would in- insinuate that he was actually good to begin with. Oh, uh, you got me on that technicality. Okay, that's... Not uh, true. Terry Bradshaw was on The Masked Singer. <laughs> Famous to begin with. Oh, okay. I feel like this guy's a douche and a half. He is a douche and a half. Oh, but yeah. Total douche he and a half. has a roommate... That uh, they are trying to set up, yeah, with their respective roommates. You know yeah. what I mean. Yes. So Alison Brie yes. with his roommate Darren, um, yeah. Which, unbeknownst to well, no, beknownst to her, her yeah. favorite show Purgatory. Yeah, the lead character his name is Darren. We hear that at least four times. Um, yeah, I want to see more of this show. Within the movie, what, Purgatory. Like, <laughs> like D-list X-Files? It reminded me of Angel. Yeah, yeah, all of the things mixed together <laughs> yeah. makes this horrible... I If one episode just existed that they like cut up for like yeah. this movie, I would want to see this whole episode. Yeah. Well, I because love it, it because looked so fucking stupid ridiculous. Yeah, the, main, the, Darren, the main character, Darren, from Purgatory... Is the geek dude from Criminal Minds, which Molly falls asleep to every once in a while. <laughs> he plays a geek in that fucking show. <laughs> and now they try and five o'clock shadow him to make him look cool in this purgatory shows. <laughs> this is why I want to see an episode. And it's like, oh my god, what is happening? Um, so I love that. But once they get together, Darren and Sarah, they are almost instantly attracted to one another. Oh yeah. Due to their both kind of social awkwardnesses. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've met people like Darren before. Yes. So like, have I. Yeah. Are Even you though, sure? Have you really? I would not say he's him. No. <laughs> I feel I feel the Darren in this is way more jockey. You positive? Like, uh, no. Like, even, like, down to where... I think I've even, like, heard stories from Darren-like characters about going out with Sarah-like women, where it was like, yeah, I thought I was going to get some, and then she started saying some weird shit, and I was like, I got the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> French Angel don't say that. <laughs> um, But once, once they start getting together, this show, or this show, this movie kind of turns into, like, a bit of, like, a... Uh, like a romantic comedy. I don't. I want. I don't know. You think that like their relationship is a big part of. Like I think it's a part of it. Like I think it's. Kind There's of like used... ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Where it's... it's like this is kind of getting. It's like a light, fun, little yeah. romantic 
I think it's kind of used as an aspect to kind of draw from in the movie, but I don't think this is their relationship is the movie. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like once it's introduced, it gets to this light fun thing where it's like, oh, she's finding somebody. She's like happy with her life. Yeah. And like it, you think it's going to be this for a little bit and then it takes a very sudden turn. Oh yeah. And it turns into like nothing what you've ex- would expect from yeah. the movie. And so that's what I'm the what I was trying to get at like it yeah. the sudden change of tone and pace. Yeah. Um like we're coming off of Muriel's wedding where like we were thinking that they it would took it took a bunch of drastic turns. And I don't I I'm not saying this felt like Muriel's wedding to me, but I did appreciate where it was like yeah, I went into it being like this is going to be some kind of like not even like a romantic comedy, but like some kind of romance. Like we're gonna get through this type of movie, and then it. I don't. They, he kind of almost gets cut out of it completely, except for like one other scene in the middle there. Yeah, but uh, with that, it it you knew it wasn't gonna kind of be that because like they've already set some stuff up before then. Yeah, where odd things are happening, where like the the boyfriend wakes up from the one of the first times you see him in the middle of the night to get a drink of water, and then. Alison Bree's just staring at the wall. Yeah. Like an inch away from it. Yeah. And you're like, I, I love that scene too. <laughs> turns yeah. back and it's then just walks away. Fu- it's so yeah. fucking creepy. Super creepy. And and then you like thinking like, oh, maybe she's just an odd sleepwalker. Yeah. And then there's like claw marks on the wall later in the morning. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? There's a lot of like weird. Co- I wouldn't say like they're uh jj abrams like mystery boxes or whatever yeah but it's like an unfolding like what is yeah what's happening here. but even for her like that's what i like about it like it's not like she's trying to hide anything like i feel like you're seeing it through her eyes where even she's just as confused as the people around her i feel I like yeah a lot. what i do what i like about the movie is that like you are not sure what's happening to her just as she is like yeah yeah you have no idea. You have no inside mm-hmm. knowledge or anything like that. Yeah. You're just as in the dark as she is. So you're learning it as you go, like, yeah. like, like she is. And you almost can't trust anything. Like, you you don't know. Because, yeah. like, is she on to something? Like, is she a clone of her grandma and is abducted by aliens and yeah. sent back in time? And is that a thing that she rants off in yeah. the movie? Or is she just kind of a loose unit? And, like... yeah it's kind of crazy because everyone around her is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is odd. So like, the, oh, go ahead. The music choice really stuck out to me in this. Like kind when, of haunting synth? Yeah. yeah when yeah. she's in these like weird yeah. dream abduction, whatever you call them, that weird music is just really hit me yeah. every time. Well, yeah. no, like the music and like the, like the uh the filming is in this really struck me as like those like weird seventies type movies where it's like 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 The Shining or like Taxi Driver like those kind of like weird uh like kind of uh I don't know, like like uh cerebral type movies where mm-hmm. it's it's supposed to be like is it in your head is it not in your head kind of things where it's like it's very weird close-ups on different things and shit. Like, even, like, the opening credits. I remember watching the opening credits of this where it's like, this feels like a like a weird cerebral 70s movie. Yeah. Like, the way that they're playing the music and the way, like, they're, like, zooming in on nothing with, like, the credits playing and shit. Yeah. Like, and I, it felt like they were trying to make, like, a more modern version of, like, a movie like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um. Uh, once it starts getting into the shit, though, like you, it, uh, it really do- does a great job of like not only leaving you in the dark, but also like adding on layers of just like it's, it's just a, I think, good filmmaking, like layers of kind of obscurity. And still, like, creepiness and trying to, like, answer some questions there, but still, like, hold, like, some restraint back. Yeah. It, it's it's fun. And, it, I mean, for a movie that's, like, 90 minutes long, mm-hmm. they do quite a bit oh, in this yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. 
And yeah, like it's it's I don't know. I feel like you can even like leave this movie being like maybe she was crazy all along. You could mm-hmm. even leave this movie being like maybe she was onto something, like you said. And then even like the things that they they throw in here and there, like they even kind of set up that like time is like a weird construct that's like not what you think it is. Where it's like maybe she there are scenes where it's like maybe she is watching herself do things. Uh-huh. And then maybe she is kind of jumping in and out of, of of time in certain ways. Like, I love those scenes where she's like, uh, like, she'll show up and, like, talk to a therapist. And she's like, oh, we've already talked before. We talked, like, weeks ago. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, so did she just get dropped in this time frame? And then th- th- that kind of gets justified by, like, a scene at the end that I'll talk about later. But it's like, yeah, like, I love what it plays with in terms of like, is she crazy or not? Yeah. Yeah. Also the fact that like, just, I mean, it's a question I wanted to raise that you probably wanted to raise at the end too. Like, is this real or is this all made up in her head? Right. Um, but, uh, I almost want to jump to that right now (laughs) because I just want to, I have my opinion of if it is or not. So, like, the Duplass brothers, they also produced another movie. They bring this... When I was watching the trailer, they even bring it up in the trailer that they produced a movie called Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah, that's the one I was going to bring up, but... Which, yeah, which it stars Alison Brie, and it's based on, like, an actual article in, like, a, in a classifieds ad where some guy said that he invented a time machine and he wants someone to go with him, and he said safety's not guaranteed. Yeah. And this whole movie is... It's not based on, like, a true story or anything, but it's, like, Allison, or, um, uh, fuck. Oh, I forgot her name. Because I, I just got an Allison Brie, and now that's all I want to say. <laughs> um, but, like, the the main character in it, she is, like, a reporter who is sent to interview someone that put this, this, uh, classified ad out. And he's, he's clearly crazy, or, like... Uh, portrayed as being clearly crazy but like he's so charming in the same sense where she starts to fall for him to where it's like she's like like okay i know what's real and what's not real but like i still have feelings for this guy does that make does that also make me crazy aubrey plaza aubrey plaza that's what i was gonna say so yeah so (laughs) but that's what i like about the like like that's i remember seeing that and it's like it's 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 like a cool concept where i feel like uh, like they shine a different aspect on, I don't want to say mental illness cause it feels kind of offensive, but just like people that have like this different scope in their mind, uh, that is like, can this person like operate in like the real world and even like operate to where like someone who thinks outside, like doesn't think the way they do can also fall for them. But that, but it, like the thing that I didn't like about safety, not guaranteed. It was that you're seeing it through like Aubrey Plaza, who was like quote unquote, a normal person's eyes. Yeah. And it kind of justifies in the end, not to spoil it, but it just kind of justifies what this, who could be crazy person is saying is real. But with this, I like it more. Like, I feel like they took that concept and they, uh, built on it to where it makes more sense in this, where you're seeing it through the quote unquote cr- crazy person's eyes, where it's like maybe she's crazy, maybe she's not crazy, but it's like you're seeing how people treat her, and then you're also seeing how like you're, it, it kind of makes you more empathize with her or empathize with someone who actually thinks they see these things, and that's mm-hmm. what I like about it. Like even like how the boyfriend kind of takes advantage of her, and even like I don't know for me. The thing that I like the most is, like, the social worker in this. Like, I feel like movies... Like, social workers in movies are dickheads, usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. especially in Joker. That social worker <laughs> yeah. chick in Joker is a yeah. dick. A joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I always feel like social workers never get enough credit for, like, doing the job they do. And I love the social worker in this where he puts himself out there being, like... I believe everything you're seeing is real, but personally, from from what I believe, I don't think this is happening to you. Yeah. Like, he's not even saying it like, this isn't happening, wake the fuck up. Right. It's like, 
I'm still going to treat you like a human being. And it's like, that's what I love about the, the Duplass brothers, like, especially with this kind of thing, is that they don't want you to enter a movie with a person that might have a mental illness thinking that they're less than a person. Yeah. And that's what I like about this movie a lot. I actually like, yeah, the social worker that they actually had him speak the way, like, the way, like, a real social worker yeah. would. It's like, I believe that you think your truth is real. Yeah. Judging by my experience, I would like to maybe offer another scenario for yeah. you. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah. And uh, some fun little oddities are thrown in, too. It's like, when you, uh, you already said it, like, this is the first time I met you. It was like, well, I've, I talked to you a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. things you got to listen for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even then, like I think they even they introduce kind of like the concept that when if if when like when she's probably abducted, she gets dropped off not like in another place, but maybe another time even. Well, where... yeah. Uh, I I think like another aspect of that, like when you when the movie presents to you like oh she sleepwalks or whatever, yeah. she kind of like loses track of time and mm-hmm. you just ends up in a place or whatever. Like, she goes to sleep one time, like, at 11, and, like, has a whole sleepwalking adventure. Yeah. She's back in four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, what's yeah. going on there? So, like, yeah, she maybe dropped, like, whenever this alien drops her back off. Yeah. Or if that's the case. Or maybe, at this point, you think maybe she's still just kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, you can't trust whatever you're seeing right now. So it's... Yeah, or, yeah, like... Like it could have been a dream. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I I love that the whole movie throughout does that. There was a point in near maybe halfway through three quarters of the way through where it really starts getting trippy. Yeah, where I, it's like when she hops into the shower and then opens up the shower door and she's in the craft store again. When she yeah. shows up naked in the when, craft. Yeah, store. when she's yeah. fully like naked in the craft store. I almost, I, I couldn't really gauge what, where she was at then. Yeah. I didn't know, like, wait, wait was she at home and then thought she was going in the shower and then ended up at the craft store? Yeah. Is that what was going on? But I think what? that's, that's what the movie's trying to portray is that it's like, you're seeing it through her eyes. Mm-hmm. And then like, when she comes, like, you're, she doesn't know where she is. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I like about it so much is that like, you're seeing it through her eyes so you're just as lost as she is, and yeah. then it makes you empathize with her more. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, especially when she has a full-on freakout, when she, like, realizes, like, Yeah, she comes like, out, and oh, you realize shit. she's naked, and then, like, she's just, she's distraught. And it's like, and then, like, you kind of try and see it through Molly Shannon's eyes, where she's like, my fucking coworker just walked out naked. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then she's oh, she calls the cops, where it's like, I don't know, like, at... I don't know. I love that whole aspect of it where like you, it makes you see someone who might think that way and then be like, Oh oh, fuck. Like it's so many movies could portray people that might be crazy as like, well, fuck. Well, I don't, can't really, you can't deal with them. Yeah. Just a crazy person. Yeah. Just a crazy person. Who really knows? Wackadoo. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Wackadoo. Fucking just call the cops and fucking haul them off the loony bin. Who gives a shit or whatever. But, like, but the fact that you're seeing it through her eyes and, like, you want to believe what she believes because, it's like, there's no other way to explain the things that are happening to her outside yeah. of the fact that my, she might be crazy. But you don't want her to think that she's crazy because you think she's an actual good person. Like, I love right. how Allison, Allison Brie plays this off for her. It's like, I, I kind of like you as as it yeah. goes on. I don't want you to be crazy. So then it's like, I, like the things that she's saying are real. You almost kind of want to be real and you want other people to believe that they're real so that she can go on with her life. The only downfall I would say Alison Brie has is that she's like a horse person and people are really <laughs> into horses. I'm just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, and you've never met, have you ever like met just like a person who's really into horses sure like if you ever, never thought like is this what you do like you just like fucking horses well, i don't even think <laughs> fucking horses not fucking but like you, you just love horses that's that's your thing is this a what are you oh, getting at even, here i don't even think she loves 
So I have a whole thing with like the thing with her horse. So like, uh, <laughs> hold on, let's double team on old team. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. bring here. it on. Because you always get double team, Bucky. Let's fuck <laughs> yeah. up on him. Double team. What's, yeah. What's your problem? What's with your horses? problem with people that love horses? They're just kind of weird. What? Right? Are they horses are weird? Or the nah, people, the people who are just are loving horse. Like why? Because they just seem to be like way into horses. All people that love horses are way into horses. I think you're kind of overgeneralizing here, my I friend. I don't think so. Everyone? <laughs> no, listen. So you're stereotyping that a person that likes a horse is so into the horse they would fuck the horse. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying there's So what are you saying? There's Yeah, what are you saying? Okay. Then? Let me let me put it this way. <laughs> there's people already. who own stables. Okay? Okay. That, that's not who I'm getting at here. There's people who take care of horses for people, right? Like, I, I had this uh, uh, co-worker for a while. His son takes care of horses for sheiks. I'm not even joking. That was oh, his boy. job. He, he just sheik, upkeeps, like, li- literal Midi- Middle Eastern sheiks. They take care of horses. You're for talking about, or Bill? I'm talking, talking about Bill. Talking Bill? <laughs> yeah. And then there's people who just, like, fucking love horses. And, like, just like is Alison Brie in this movie. So just you, like, you've never had a pet before, right, Troy? you never had a pet that I've you love? I've had a pet. I've had a pet that I love. Oh. Okay. So you're fucking weird, then. So you're a fucking weirdo that loves that pet. No. No. <laughs> so what makes I've you ne- different than people that love because horses? I've never loved any pet just as much as she loved this horse. Really? Oh, so yeah. now how it's much, a... How much do you love that horse? She loved that fucking horse. She made a fucking lanyard for its hair. She was there every day. It. She was there so enough. You never put anything on your on your pet, or never like tried no. to like personify your pet in any way. Where it's like, oh yeah, you love this. No, I don't think I have. I. Beg they wear collars, nonetheless. Do they wear collars? Yeah, they wore collars. Yeah, they wore collars. Oh, so you oh, picked so out you yeah, have to so have identification a... on them. Oh, oh for, sure. so you named them too? So you just yeah. pick out whatever random collar, like, oh, put this bullshit on him. I don't give a I shit. Did. Oh, okay. Just so put you... this blue one on So him. you I don't named them, so you gave them a personality. So you didn't just call them Dog 1 and Dog 2? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, so you cared yeah. about them. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, cared about them. I did. You, like, you fucking weirdo. You, were, you, you cared about their happiness. You wanted to make sure that they were happy and healthy. I guess, but then when my dad shot them because he was getting mange, I was like, "Yeah, this is probably best thing for it." I feel like we. I didn't agree. Things going on here. (laughs) Yeah, you went. You kind of went a certain, certain tinge of red. I grew up on a farm. I get it. Animals are fine, but guess what? When they gotta go, they gotta go. Hold on. Do you? Do you? Would you benefit from a McDonald's holiday pie right now? I'm no. Troy, I'm just saying this for your benefit. You turned a weird shade of red when you brought up (laughs) that your dad shot your dog because it had mange. I'm not... Look, look, I'm not saying that that's not the right option, but I'm just saying there's still some emotion built up in there. What was that? From that... So you weren't sad at all when they died? No, he had to go. Are you okay right now? There was there was kind of a there was kind of a pause there. I mean, my eyes are crossed right now because I'm drunk. But are you okay? I am never better. Are you sure? Never been better. I'm never better. I don't want to. Bucky, I don't think so. I don't want to pay. I don't want to play a armchair uh, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Uh But I'm just saying, there was there was a weird tinge, kind of a a tense tinge in your voice. When you talk about your dad shooting your dogs, there like, was. I noticed. I just like, felt like I need to get a point across. That, I don't like, think I it don't was a point feel... though. Like I feel like there was some hurt there. I want to no. talk about I this after like the pod. I feel like there was some hurt there. Yeah, we should really dive into this later. Let me let me get to the point I'm trying to get at. Is that even when she shows up to this stable that this guy owns, he's yeah. like, "Oh my god, this bitch again!" Like, no, yeah, get her the fuck out of here. And like I said, I think I feel like I feel like there's a story behind all of that. Are you a? Uh, that's you a point to, you, you eventually want me, you, want, you, to want, me, you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't want to jump to it now. You, if you, you wanted want to, to bring it up, up later. About it? <laughs> <laughs> that is getting to me more than you're fucking <laughs> ganging up on me. <laughs> well, no, like, well, like, uh, so like that blonde <laughs> chick that she hangs out with, the one that fell off the horse. Yeah, I feel like she rode her horse. 
and was yeah. deemed unsafe, and now it's put in the custody of these. She didn't wear ride that horse though. She had a different horse. The one there's like a ginger chick now that rides the same horse Alison Brie had previous. Yeah, but I uh, maybe I don't know. But it, it, there I must do be, know. There's <laughs> I watched the movie. I don't know, but I'm saying like <laughs> there's, that was there's uh, I feel like there's some sort of backstory behind like her the questioning of her caregiving of a horse mm-hmm. that now the horse that she owned is in the care of these other people. And now she's trying to reclaim that, mm-hmm. but it's not being given to her because it's like, no, that's not your horse. Yeah. It's the only love she's ever had. Yeah. Maybe. Because it's like, she's she's kind of a loner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it... There's, there's, it feels like there's a lot of responsibility there. Like, she's trying to redeem herself by still trying to take care of this horse, and she's trying to de- redeem herself by trying to stay in the life of this girl that injured herself by falling off a horse. Like, yeah, there's a lot of, like, built-up guilt built up in her that might be manifesting, like, these things that are happening to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of got that guilt, too, for sure. Yeah, so I don't know... Yeah, like, it, 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 it's something that kind of adds to the backstory of the whole movie in general. Yeah, but at, at the... It still is like an ambiguous thing like is this just a more of like a stressor for her like that's making her crack yeah you know what i mean um cole for being your pick you've said very little you have anything you want to throw in here um well i mentioned the music uh that how the music was kind of interesting when they went to the different uh like whatever those abduction scenes or whatever were Mm -hmm. um I I really liked Allison Brie in this. Mm-hmm. I thought she was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um. I did not realize she was the lead in Glow as well. Oh yeah. I knew I had seen her before, but yeah, she was really cool in this. Um. I liked the story in it. Um. I thought they were gonna do more with the boyfriend. Yeah. At a point, like he's kind of out. Yeah, like I would say halfway uh, through the movie he's I was, gone. I was a fan of just what they did with him. Like I don't I didn't I didn't need to be a big part of it, but I just love the whole date that she he goes on with her where he's like, Yeah, all that all that shit with like aliens, I totally believe you. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Then as she leads him on where it's like I've experienced this where it's like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. This is so he I thought had, we were like, I thought let's we were go just, dig up my mom. Yeah, I was like, I thought we were just mutually agreeing on some weird shit to try and get me laid. He pretty much had two big scenes. He had the connection scene where yeah. like they yeah. became a couple. Yeah. And then he had the whole scene where he takes her out on the date and she reveals she's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, she's been following this guy and like yeah. watches. Look at him eat with his wife in there. Yeah. Um but no, I liked the boyfriend. Um and then the whole like slow descent into madness mm-hmm. is yeah. is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everything from when she starts to just like she goes back to that card, the sage stick that she got from the lady, uh-huh. um, and yeah. starts her, her yeah, roommate she comes fills home. that entire apartment with smoke. From right, <laughs> her roommate comes home and is like, "You are crazy!" Like, yeah. like the roommate, I feel like is kind of like the audience. Of yeah. like, okay, this lady's going absolutely insane right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought I thought she did a really good job in Allison Brie. I was a fa- I was a big fan. Yeah. If I like literally, if I was a, like a roommate of somebody like Allison Brie, I'd probably be just like her oh, actual. Yeah. Roommate. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah she didn't, like, I, I wouldn't say she overreacted. No, I'd be like, yeah. what are you? I've oh, been yeah. putting up with this shit for weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is going on with but no, you? Like, like you said, like you thought, like the roommate was kind of the audience. I thought the the audience was kind of more the social worker, where you're following it through her eyes, and then you're finally getting. I don't know. I feel like that, like this, like like this release of tension when the social worker comes in. It's someone being like, I don't understand what hap- what's happening to you, but I'm, I want to understand. Where I, I don't know, like. It felt like such a good advertisement for just social workers in general. Like I feel like it's shit on all the time. Mm. And the minute they introduce him and he just I don't know, I felt like this release of tension, like, oh thank God, someone's just listening to her. Yeah. Like everyone is kinda of being like, I don't fucking understand 
just get the fuck out of my face or just mm-hmm. go away or I'm going to call the cops. Mm-hmm. And this is the one person you meet throughout the whole movie that's just like, I'm listening to you. I, I'm, I'm believing what you, I'm believing that you believe that this is happening to you. I don't believe it, but I'm going to, I'm going to listen to everything you say. And that's what, I don't know. I feel like that's like the big takeaway from this whole movie is that like, these people, like, things that happen to people that believe that this is happening to believe this is happening to them. Yeah. They're just yeah. not being like, I'm fucking crazy. Ah! Like, just fucking, like, <laughs> trying like, yeah. like, throwing shit at your face, just being like, I'm doing this because I'm trying to freak you out. Yeah. And that's how all these people act. It's, it, they do believe this is happening to them. They do believe that, like, whatever is happening to them, like, is going to cause something like good to happen to him or whatever. But like, I just love that. It's, it takes that perspective, uh, the perspective, like don't fucking just dismiss what's happening to like, they're people like yeah. they're people like us. Um, and, and so like what Alison Brie thinks is it's a bit of an out there situation. She thinks she's a clone of her grandmother yeah, who keeps getting abducted by aliens. Yeah. And, like that's what would explain her lapses of like time and how she ends up in places like mm-hmm. she at some point she's not even asleep there's a point where she's just driving and stops and like looks at this water plant yeah and then she just wakes up somewhere else mm-hmm. and like her car got towed but she thought it was stolen for a second until the tow truck company or whatever says like yeah it was just found in the middle of the road it was still on yeah so like that means she just got out of her car in like weird trance yeah maybe or was abducted or was abducted yeah um and you don't know at this point and just like left the car and then ended up back at home yeah like kind of weird yeah so, i wasn't a fan of the whole clone thing it's, it's but they even bring up it's not even a clone they bring up that it's it's a it's a time thing. That's what I liked about oh, the movie. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that it could be right. like a somewhat of a time loop. But like for a while, she thought like she was a clone of her grandmother. Yeah, and she even thought, tries to yeah. take this twenty three and Me test or whatever, and it comes up with no results for days and days and yeah. days. She's oddly spitting into that tube, <laughs> very oh, slowly yeah. spitting into Ooh, that tube. Ugh. That was <laughs> something that was uncomfortable to watch for whatever reason. But I love their their play with time in this where there's even instances where like she's watching herself walk where you're kind of left to believe like is is she watching herself? Like when she's at the um, the uh, whatever that's caring for her and then yeah. like she gets up walks out the door and like outside and then it pans up and she's watching herself outside. Yeah. 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 That. And then, uh, even the, so that the, they play out a scene in the beginning with Molly Shannon and herself and, uh, like they're just having a conversation or whatever. And then Molly Shannon like thinks she sees a horse. Yeah. And then they play that scene out at the end where like her dress as her grandmother is leading the horse through the parking lot. Yeah. And that's when you get reintroduced to that scene where Molly Shannon thinks she sees a horse. Yeah. Where it's like, oh shit. Like, so she's just like, I love like their, their whole idea of like, she's traveling through time, even her not even knowing she's traveling through time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it kind of like brings kind of scenes together to kind of make them make sense where like the scene where like the psychiatrist said that she talked to her weeks ago mm-hmm. and she said she never talked to him before. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like, like the scene, like, like all those scenes where like things don't really seem to add up. Yeah. And I, like, I love all that shit. Like even down to where, like when she sees herself leaving the, the, uh, the sanitarium or the, the insane asylum or whatever they are. Like when she first leaves, it feels like, it's like in the 50, like it's in a different kind of tone or even like a different color or like even like the nurse that leaves is in like a different outfit where it's like, yeah. is that, is that like her from the fifties leaving that where it's like maybe does not have as much security and then it cuts back to present day where now she's leaving that same sanitarium and walking out kind of thing. And now she's watching herself leave that same place and then, like, when she goes and sees the boyfriend dresses the, the curtain ninja. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's kind of funny because, like, if you put it into perspective, like, it makes makes sense where it's, like, he's way into what she's saying. Because it's, like, what if that was, like, that night when he met her, she shows up as a ninja and then he f- has sex with her. Mm-hmm. 
their first date, and he's like super into what she's saying. It's like, oh yeah, of course he's because they had sex already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Like shit like that. Like it's just like, what if what if she's experiencing like times before this time, and then like even down to where like when she sees her roommate as like this girl that she saw was abducted. What if this is like in the future when like they become roommates? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's like different things where it's like, you don't know what's real and what's not real. And that's what I love. Even like down to where like her favorite shows purgatory, where it's like, it's the place between right and wrong. Where it's like, what if what she's experiencing is between right and wrong? Like some things are right. And some things she's, she's, she's hallucinating. Yeah. The, so like, let's just say for instance, everything that she says is true. Right. And like, she's getting abducted. And, like, getting jumped around through time. I feel like the if that is true, and it's near the end there where it really starts getting into, like, the time manipulation and she's kind of showing up everywhere here. Yeah. It's kind of unclear what's happening. Yeah. So, like, going back Very. to, like, the 50s, I think, I don't think that ever happens. Okay. Like, just saying, like, if this is real. Yeah. Right. And like, I, I don't think that, because like, that's the only time. What am I trying to say? It, it'd be like only for a, a, a fleeting moment that she'd ever be in the fifties. Because if she looks out the window again and sees herself, it's in the modern time. Yeah. But even when she dresses up as her grandmother again, as I was waiting for a moment she dresses up as her grandmother, gets her hair all done, and then that photo is taken of her. Yeah. And that never happens. Yeah. But, like, I was waiting for that when she goes out in the woods or whatever, and, yeah. and then, like, some weird... And then it's, like, a weird kind of almost, like, Terminator time loop or something yeah. like that. But then she's abducted when she's dressed like that to where it's, like, what if that's what's what sends her back to the 50s? Well, well, maybe. But, like, can we get to the point where, like, we think if she's crazy or if it's is actually happening... Sure. So what do you think? I mean, like I said, like like I said before, like her favorite show's Purgatory. It's a it's a combination of whether or not like it's a combination of her being right and her being wrong at the same time. Like I'm sure there's there might be some things that she's seeing because so many weird things are happening around her that her brain is trying to adjust. But I think in the, in the same sense, there are some things that are happening to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel she's got this weird package going on in her brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got some sort of insomnia. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a big fan of this purgatory show, like yeah. obsessed fan mm-hmm. of this purgatory show, which deals with weird, strange, supernatural type things. Um, everything combined and then possibly some mental illness on top of it leads to what we see at the very end. Yeah. I I don't I don't feel like it's real. I feel like it's a all in her mind things going on, people not quite being there for her. Um I think this movie really dives deep into like support for mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whether they really touch on it or not, it's a big like uh what kind of support is out there for it? And for people that have this, what do we do for them? Um, so, yeah, I don't believe that it's real. I believe that it's more of like a, not a cry for help, but a look what can happen mm. type of thing. Yeah. I do believe everything she's experiencing is real. Okay. Just due to the fact that at some points in time, you get to see other person's point of views. Mm-hmm. So, like, this whole, so, like, at uh, the very beginning, Molly Shannon peeks outside because she thinks she sees a horse. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, that's duplicated where Allison Brie walks a horse right past the craft store. Yeah. But you see it from Molly Shannon's point of view. Like, yeah. she saw it. Yeah. Okay. Allison Brie's not paying any attention to that point in time. Yeah. She's just in, she's just there. And also to the fact that... There are scratches on the wall in the apartment that the roommate brings up consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That 
maybe Allison Brie made herself, but it looks like she can't. Yeah. And you see the alien creatures sometime in this movie, which I think are kind of fucking horrifying. Holy shit, yeah. Just yeah. shadowy, Weird shaky reverberating. figures. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, that is nightmare fuel for me, 100%. Yeah. And the fact that this whole movie is a loop. It starts where exactly where it begins. Yeah. And so, like, I think just with that, where Alison Brie is caught in a loop and you're in the loop, that everything is happening to her. Now, I think the clone thing is just a theory that isn't, like, I don't think she's a clone. No. But I do think that she's caught in some weird time loop. Mm -hmm. And for the, like, a movie that the Duplass brothers make, like, at the end of Safety Not Guaranteed, time travel's real. Yeah. Like, a huge supernatural thing happens right at the very end. It's like, oh, it was real. Yeah. And so, like, I don't think it's that far out of, like, explanation that, like, yeah, maybe she is experiencing some supernatural shit. And just everyone thinks she's off her rocker. Yeah. And, like, like I said before, like, Safety Not Guaranteed, I did like it. But, like, the thing that kind of I didn't like at the end was that, like, it, it justifies an outsider's perspective of someone going through this. I love I love this movie just based on the fact that like you're constantly seeing it from her point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's like like you ask like whether or not you think she's crazy. I don't even think that's like the question you should be asking. It's like whether or not she thinks she's crazy at the end. And like it's supposed to kind of make you empathetic to someone going through this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. Like it's it it the idea of whether or not she's crazy is not supposed to be the thing you're supposed to focus on. It's supposed to be about like whether or not she's she is happy at the end. Well, let me just take one out of the movie. Oh, what I want. <laughs> here we go. Because no. that's what the audience is trying to figure out the whole time. Yeah, but the audience is her. That's what I. That's oh, what the I'm audience like. is fucking me. Bro. Oh. <laughs> the uh, I'm just saying from my perspective, it's what. Like, even, like, down to, like, uh, Molly Shannon seeing the horse. Like, may- you could even say, like, the horse, like, her seeing the horse is what Alison Brie wanted all along. She just wants someone to connect with her on what she thinks she sees. Even down to, like, they don't even really establish whether or not the roommate that she connects with about, like, like they're going through the same thing is real. Because the- when she gets and talks to the social worker about her roommate and how they've seen the exact same thing, he never even brings up whether or not, like... Oh yeah, you that have, was interesting. Yeah, yeah. He never even brings up like, oh yeah, you do have a roommate. He's just like, oh, tell me more about this roommate. Like, like a yeah. roommate that he doesn't, he never even like uh, insinuates is real. Yeah, he says, I don't know anything about the room assignments. Yeah, yeah. So you don't even really know if this roommate that she's talking to is real. That's what I like about it. It's like you spend the whole time like it's it's from her perspective. It's it's her, even like the the scenes that could be considered sci-fi maybe it's her trying to make sense of what she's seeing and trying to maybe put on other people that she knows like yes you did see this please i'm not crazy i want she's clinging to something like i don't know like that's what i like about it like you see the desperation in someone that's just like i just want to be normal Mm -hmm. but i see this so if someone else sees it then that means i'm normal and that's what I like about it. Like, seeing it from her perspective, it takes a whole other light as opposed to, like, seeing it from a third-person perspective where it's like, well, now we have no choice but to either say they're crazy or it's real. But seeing it from her perspective, it's like, you'd never know. Yeah, if, you can't Yeah, can't trust it. You can't trust anything that you see because it's from her perspective, but it makes you more empathetic to someone who's going through that scenario. And that's what, yeah. I, like, that's what I like so much about this movie. Yeah. I think if it went even one step further to the point where, like, it'd almost be, like, everything... It, it, this wouldn't be, like, the actual thing, but, like, everything's a dream. You can't trust anything that you see. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't go that far, because then that's just, like, a cop-out. Like, well, then yeah. this whole thing is just to make him up. Like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. anyway. So I'm glad, like, at some points you did get doses of reality, like... The plumber actually did show up to the house. Yeah. Like the roommate is actually seeing the shit on the walls. Right. Yeah. Um the like the 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 social worker isn't quite sure of like 
room assignments, so you can't really pinpoint, like, if the people she's seeing in her dreams are real, but you got to assume, like, yeah. the guy at the, pl- the owns the plumbing shop's real. Yeah. Because, like, a plumber showed up to her yeah. house. But then you don't know if whether or not she's seeing, because maybe, because he walks by their, their, uh, job, like, where she works all the time. Right. What if she just manifested, like, oh, he's one of the guys that I see when I get abducted. Yeah. Because even he's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was something I was going to bring up, too. Like, let's say, like, her roommate is real, and it's like, oh, I had, like, a premonition of you, and, like, she sees the same shit, but, like, you never get that answer from the the plumber. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, yeah, I just yeah. see you. Like, maybe I just, like, subliminally always saw you out of my peripherals every day walking to work. Yeah. And that's why I see you in my dreams mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Because he never... So you, he, yeah. after like he, the initial meeting with her at like the actual job, like all you see him is like through his window yeah. eating with his wife. Being yeah. creeped on. Yeah. 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 And yeah. That, yeah, that's like, that's like scary about it too. Where it's like, she's watching him where it's like, like it gets to like, even when she's having her, uh, her hallucination or like her big crazy finale at the end where she's like sneaking into his house, dressed as a fucking curtain ninja being yeah. like, what if she actually did this? Yeah. <laughs> like just being like, I'm so standing over him. Yeah, oh like my God. I need I need you to tell me so much that what you did, what happened to you, that I, what I think happened to you was real. I'm gonna make you say it. Like, it's like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What if like someone just catches a glance of you and you're just like, I'm obsessed with you. I need to t- need you to tell me one thing, uh-huh. and I'm gonna stalk you and then like sneak into your house. Yeah. Like, like Russell Crowe and Unhinged. <laughs> That's yes, right. Hammering crow. you to death. Yeah. Before burning you to death. <laughs> um, but then in the same sense, it's like, okay, yeah, she does something like that. But then you're following her to a point where it's like, you can follow that logic in this. You're not like on the outside being like, what a crazy person. Yeah. Um. So I, like, like, let me reference like another movie. At the end of Inception, when you see the top spinning. Yeah. Um, it's like an ambiguous kind of ending. Yeah. Do you think it's like an, and this is as an ambiguous ending as uh, like that, or do you think it's more definitive? Me? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's definitive at all. Okay. Yeah. I would say it's ambiguous. Like it could be just a thing. This could be her committing suicide for all you know. Cause she said, she said her mom committed suicide. Mm-hmm. This could be her just leading her horse into the woods and then her killing herself, and then that's her ascending. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Like, that's the thing about it. Like, yeah, it. Yeah, the movie never gives you definitive answers, but I don't know. I've I've grown to really appreciate movies like that. Yeah, so do I. Like, I. The the more mature I get, the more <laughs> like ambiguous things I can watch. You're and so it, adult, Troy. Thank you. The. Uh, <laughs> Well, I am, I am a father. Not that it means anything in the world. Uh, <laughs> I am a father. That means I'm mature, at least. Uh, but I, I do like more non-straightforward storytelling. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It is fun. Um, makes like you think. Fun. Makes you wonder. That's right. Uh, and speaking of wondering, what I'm wondering what you guys would rate this movie. Oh, good segue. Thank okay, you. Okay, that was very nice. Um, and I am going to go, my choice, um, didn't know what to expect going in. I had read a tiny review on this, uh, and it kind of intrigued me. It kept me intrigued throughout. Uh, lots of things in here I probably would want to go back and watch again, Mm -hmm. just because it made me wonder. I'm going to go with a B plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. It really, um... It was interesting. Quite. It was interesting. And I would probably go back and watch it again just to see if I enjoyed it just as much. All right. Right yeah. on. So uh, if you would have asked me if uh, old Hot Take Havens here would have introduced a movie that I would have really enjoyed in 2020, I would not have believed you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'll take that. Heat. Holy shit. I really did like Horse Girl quite a bit. Yeah. Like, me and Molly both came out of this being like, this is, like, even Molly's like, Cole picked this? Like, this is a movie Cole picked this. Guys, like- let me just stop right for a second. Sometimes, I fucking amaze you. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Moments of brilliance. Baby, yeah. baby, I'm amazed by you. Baby, I'm amazed. 
by me. But holy shit, I came out of this being like, this is really fucking good. Like, uh-huh. like I, I came out of being like, maybe it's going to be like safety not guaranteed. And I came out of that being like, it, it's okay. But this took safety not guaranteed and really took it in a way where it kind of perfected that whole idea of framing mental illness in a way where you can kind of empathize with it. And I really like that a lot. Even down to like the social worker not being a dick like how I've seen him in most movies. And it was ah, it was so refreshing and I liked it a lot. I'm going to give this like a decent A. I really, 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 really like this movie a lot. Two thumbs up? One and a half thumbs. I'm not going to give it as full A+. Plus. <laughs> but yeah, I really, really liked it a lot. I uh, am going, I mean, roughly around the same. I'm giving this movie a B plus too. I <gasps> thoroughly enjoyed yeah. this movie. It's not my favorite movie um, in the world. Um, and I, I don't even know like things I can even nitpick with. Because I think all of the choices in this were deliberate. Yeah. Um. But I, I would still rewatch this. Yeah. Like, it, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like this is like this is like a movie that like kind of like grazed my radar where I was like, "Yeah, it looks okay." I I guess the only thing that drove me nuts is she fucking really loves horses, I guess. <laughs> Which yeah. you got a weird what fucking problem fuck with, dude. Listen, Chelsea needs to get on this too because she agrees with me 100%. Horse people are weird people. Okay? I think you're alienating a huge fan base right now. No. Nobody <laughs> who loves horses loves this show. <laughs> I'm name gonna, one. I'm yeah. not gonna judge. Name yeah. one person. Shooting name one up. person of our fans. Name one oh, person of our fans that love horses. Out. Jesus yeah. Christ. Who are you turning into? Even can't think of one. Can who you? are you turning into? I'm just... I'll tell you. A piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> cozy, cozy Jack over piece of shitting. Listen, I just didn't know you love fucking horses so much. I'm going to call him my friend here in a minute if you don't watch it. I, I'm not saying I love horses. I'm just saying I'm not going to judge people that love horses. Yeah, you asshole. There's shit that... There's probably people that come in and say, like, comic book people are fucking weirdos. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I understand. They need to understand they're also fucking weird for loving horses so much. You're so Braiding their goddamn manes. Get out of here with that shit. You weirdo. They're okay. animals. Well, I don't give a damn. What do you want them to do with them? Leave you know what? They're Bucky Haven's argument with, with me them? and you right now. What? Oh no. What is your deal, dude? Guys, guys, we're getting really close to one a.m. We need to fucking. Oh, that's this true. Shit. We need to just wrap this up. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking carry this heat till next week. There you go. Well, Chavi Shivers v. Commissioner Gordon says we need to oh, quit no. right now. Get out of here, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Um, so that's our review of Horse Girl. If you've seen yeah. us, let us know what you thought of it. And, and also bring in what your favorite movies of 2020 as we, we lead into uh, next year when we do our, our best of 2020. That's right. For our first episode of the year. That's right. Might um, not be a top 10 because I don't know if any, like <laughs> all of us have seen top 10s. Maybe. We'll, well see. Well, I'll see Matt, me, I've got. never seen anything. I'll, I'll see You've what... seen some things from 2020. At least Little. six movies. Based, yeah, based on this show. <laughs> I actually didn't even watch this one. Oh, jeez. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, if if people want to chat up what their favorite movies were this year, where could they preemptively do that you with? You can always you? find me at Bucky Forever on Twitter. Guys, you can find me at uh, Coach Havens. Give me your cookie list and... Uh, Let's talk Triscuits. I've been on Triscuits lately. Oh, no. No, I don't want, like, top five. I just want to talk Triscuits. Yeah, don't give a top five Triscuits. At this point, they should have already given us our... That's true. Your your cookie list, if you're listening to this. Never mind. Never mind. Because Um, because our epic show is coming out tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow or later tonight. I am a bit behind. Uh, But still, talking about Triscuits. Like, not top five. I just want to talk Triscuits and dip. Okay. I'm yeah. hungry. You love I those want them. wheat crackers. I okay. I love fuck? Triscuits and dip. Shut up. Triscuits are great. I love it with like a bit of summer sausage and some cheese. With some chipotle ketchup. <laughs> a bit of jalapeno mustard on top. Golly. Oh. You can find me at Short of the Max on Twitter. The turn of random movies is Ooh. probably done by now. It Yeah, it'd probably be done by now because we're going to be filming. We're going to be 
taping later tonight. That's right. This is going to be a morning Monday show. Our next show is going to come out Monday night. This filming schedule is the worst kept secret ever. <laughs> it is. But yeah, so it's, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit versus The Matrix. You'll know who's already winning by this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Golly. Uh, and then uh, the show that's coming right after this. Guys. Yeah. Chalky Shivers. The, the show that's six months in the making, I would say. That's right. Ever since... Shaw heard that you did not know Harrison Ford was in Star Wars. <laughs> she was clamoring for a show where she could be on the same episode as you to fucking rip you apart. That's right. And now it's going to happen. That's right. Mind you, she just text messaged me to kill myself. Great. That's that's what you can look forward to yep. tonight. I'm, I mean, if you want to come down to the wire, if you're listening to this Monday morning as it comes out, yeah. you still have time to write in. Oh, oh shit. Oh, let's get the right in for that one. And then if Troy is going to carry through with his, with his idea, you could chat live with us on, uh, on discord, on discord. That's right. As we record tonight. So make sure you get on, let us know your thoughts. We'll, we will try and include any kind of mail whatsoever throughout the the night Uh for Chavi shivers, where we might review home alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll this is gonna to be it. a magical night. Yeah, it'll be something else. And I'll then for our that. Monday show, we're gonna carry over the madness into a shooting the shit because what? What are we gonna? What are we gonna talk? Why about? not? Why? What are we gonna review? Nothing. We'll barely. We'll probably barely review Home Alone. <laughs> Why even try to review something for the Monday show? Uh, so we'll do a shooting the shit for our Monday show. Maybe I'll read "Twas the Night Before Christmas." You uh, will not. No, you will not. <laughs> We will, we will murder you before you do 100% that. One hundred percent. I will read "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Nope, <sighs> I disagree. So, Fuck. if you want to get one in under the wire at Review Review, no, uh, I'm sorry. Well, you could do it at Review Review Pod. You could do that, or at Review Review Pod uh, Gmail dot com. True is another way you could do that as well. True. Uh, so that'll be the show. Yes, very uh, good show. Uh, until next Home Alone. time. Home Alone, maybe. But Chavi shivers for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Christ. It's going to be hot. Batting down the hatches. Uh, but I have been short of the max extreme. I am JT3K. And I'm Coach Havens. And we are off.